The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hey, this is comedian Kathleen Madigan, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio, something I will never be listening to because I hate technology. But for those of you that do, these are your guys. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Welcome back. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Uh, big game. You too. Happening tomorrow. Uh, who's going to be into it? Uh, I'm I'm into it. I'm, I'm actually putting money on it. Really? Are you? Now, are you using one of the online services to do that? I am. And it's legal in Colorado. Yeah. It's, it's uh, legal in Arizona. It's legal in Arizona as well. Yep, Sean, I'm, is it legal there? It is. And I will tell you the day. It's been legal for about a year now in Indiana. I will tell you, the day it went into legislation, like went into law, there were billboards everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're oh, my God. Yeah. It's it, it commercials all the time. Oh, yeah. It's all it's all you see. My, my big problem with these commercials for all of these gambling companies, whether it be DraftKings or FanDuel or Betfred or whoever else they have, right? Yeah. I love how they try to promote it as such an amazing, amazing <laughs> no lose. Like bet a dollar, and if any team even shows up, yeah, you win a hundred dollars. And then the thing is, is the fine print says at the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on TV, it says you know uh, winnings is given out in site credit, which expires one week after the game. Oh, I didn't know that. On some, so of you those? only have one week to spend this. Free, quote unquote, free $100, which then gets you more used to uh, how it, and I understand their concept is let's get people comfortable with gambling yeah, uh, without having to risk their own money. But it's just so stupid the way they go about it. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of people that are excited about it. But on the other hand, there's people that are like not overjoyed that this is going on. The thing is, is if you're going to want to gamble with one, one of these particular sites or these apps or programs or whatever, you're going to do it no matter what. I mean, you don't, I just don't understand this, this advertising campaign. I don't understand how it really honestly helps them because anybody who wants to gamble is already going to gamble. And I'm not a very much of a gambler. Honestly, right. I, I'm not. I, I put in just for, for, for talk's sake here. I put in 20 bucks at the beginning of the NFL season this year. All right. One of the bets that I made was a $5 bet on what team will make it to the Super Bowl. Not win the Super Bowl, make it to the Super Bowl. That team that I bet on? Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, look at that. So it worked out good. Uh, Yeah, $1,500 <laughs> good. Wow. Wow. And that's not indicative of everybody. So we got to be real careful when you, yeah, exactly. you're walking a thin line yeah, here. Because, yeah, you're, you're really, I mean, honestly, at the beginning of the season, nobody expected. I mean, I think the Cincinnati Bengals odds were just really right around the, the same odds as the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Right? So nobody expected the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. I'm sorry if you're one of those fans. Poor shot. But, <laughs> but holy cow. I bet five dollars and won fifteen hundred dollars. Right, right. On that, so, so, so now, and I, and I just realized that fifteen hundred dollars because you know it's only been like a week since they actually won the match to make it to the Super Bowl. So I've just now gotten that. But throughout NFL season, I've been placing you know five dollar bets here, five dollar bets there. Like I'm not one of those guys that goes and bets a thousand dollars on something, right? Yeah. But I've been making money because I'm doing my research. I'm looking at the matchups. And I'm understanding 
what the odds are, what the spread is, what the over-under is, what the money line is. And those are terms that I'm not going to get into. No. But if you want to gamble, you got to understand what those terms mean. And I've just been placing little $5 bets here and there. And I've I've actually, considering that I put 20 bucks in, not counting the $1,500 massive bet that I just won, I've probably made a good $300 over the course of the year. And I am, again, not a betting person. Well, I'm one not of the, a gambler. I think one of the things is like, okay, so you've been doing your research on this and you know, they're it's they're kind of making it possible for people who know nothing about the game that sure. maybe have a favorite team to kind of get involved in that if they want to. Well, see, that's the thing. That's the problem right there. There's there's problem number one. You bet with your emotions. Right, right. Don't ever bet with your emotions. Yeah. I've bet against the Broncos over and over and over again, How and dare I've you. won. And I've won. <laughs> All right, you know, one of the funner aspects of this, so we got to talk about this, is props. Now, I, I didn't oh. know what props were until last week. And props, and and the thing is, is you can go to Vegas and do these odds where you'll bet on, like, how many times somebody will fumble or how many times they'll see somebody doing this on the sidelines or how many times an announcer will say something during the game. Yep. Those are called props. And some of the props out there are just absolutely ridiculous. But people can actually, I guess they can then wager on this stuff. Sean, do you remember, I think you were at my house in San Diego when the the Broncos first made it back to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. The first play of the game was a safety by Broncos. So they, you know, they kicked it off. Seahawks kicked it off to the Broncos. Broncos recovered it on like the 15-yard line. Very first play of the game, Peyton Manning loses the football. There was a, is an errant uh, hike. He goes back in the end zone, gets tackled in the end zone for a safety. Very first play of the game. There was a guy, I don't know his name, I don't know who he is, but he bet $100 on the very first play of Super Bowl uh, 48 right. to be a safety. He won like $40,000 off that one bet because that it's prop. so yeah. unlikely that it would happen. Wow. So Amazing. I believe that was when I was there for your birthday. It might have been. Yeah. It might have been 2014. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah. Exactly. We just had a late birthday and we did the Super Bowl together. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, they, they lost four to three to eight. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, I, I, I got to say, I want to make sure I get this out 1 800 next step since we're talking about it. Just in case you do have an issue with it, since we brought it up, we got to get that word out uh, when it comes to, you know, gambling. Of and course. Just so everybody knows, 1-800 next So step. you guys are going to be watching the game. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm planning I'm going to be working. Uh, Wait, why are you working? Are you- why are they even doing games during? Notre Dame's women's lacrosse has a game against Michigan at 6 p.m. Oh, that's going to get Sunday, so many views. Why would they schedule that? during? Uh, like, I, one will of the- be, I will be the engineer in charge for the most least watched women's lacrosse game on ACC <laughs> Network Extra. You never yes. know. You never know. Yeah, there'll be a whole, like, five people that are going to be watching that. I know. You know, the, Moms. It'll be moms that don't want to yeah. watch football. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny because Gloria never watches football. She wants to watch a game because of the halftime. Oh, yeah. She well, wants to see the commercials? Dr. Well, she wants to see Dr. Dre, Eminem, and Snoop Dogg. And she's hoping they'll do, since it's in California at SoFi Stadium, They'll bring it out with California Love, of course, paying tribute to Tupac. Maybe bring back the hologram. You know, that would be cool. but Which here, would be neat. But here's the thing, though. This is interesting. I've been really, really deep diving into this halftime show. Because you've got, like you said, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 
Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Blige is great. Right? So you got five people, and you've got 15-minute halftime show. That's all they're going to do? Well, that's all a halftime show is. Oh, I had no idea. So that means, in essence, it's (laughs) three minutes per person. That's wow. one song per person. Just one big song. That's so it. I've been I've been deep diving. I'm like thinking, like, okay, what song is Eminem gonna do? What song is Dr. Dre gonna do? What song is Snoop gonna do? They're gonna do, do their biggest are, songs. Are they gonna do are they gonna do California Love? You know, are they gonna bring a Tupac in there? But if they did that, it would be an extended cut. Like it and would how would up, they set up a hologram in that amount of time? There's no way. By the time they have to do, get on the field? I don't know. I yeah. don't know, but I'm I'm really looking for Sean. What about you? What do you think about this one? I I don't personally care for that type of music. Yeah. So I could give two rats behind for yeah. this halftime show. <laughs> two rats behind. Okay. Well, thank That's you, Sean, very sure much for that it. commentary. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> two rats behind. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> uh, but I think I, it's gonna be an amazing halftime show. Honestly. I am I I am thinking though, last year's. You know, big game was a little difficult because the ads weren't really there. A lot of the advertisers weren't spending the money. Seven million dollars is the cost of the ads for this year for a hat for thirty seconds, and they're sold out. Yeah, it's and ridiculous. The commercials that they they just said, you know what, we're going to put them all on YouTube, and you can see a majority or a tease of those commercials now. Uh, that'll be shown tomorrow. But one the- of them, it's a bring. They're bringing back Doctor Evil. Really? Yes, GM has got Dr. Evil in a spot. Oh, my gosh. That they're going to be doing. Uh, I just saw one today that, they, that they're that they going to be airing. Steve Buscemi. Uh, oh, yeah, with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah, and they're also doing uh, Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. Uh, Serena it's Williams. Lays. It's Lay's. Lay's. Yeah. Lay's chips are doing that one. Yeah, all of them. Well, no, uh, the one that I saw was for a, a, a beverage commercial. I'll just oh, say okay. beverage, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're really putting a lot into the ads because I think – I think they're going to see one of the biggest turnouts for people watching the game. Uh, see, I don't know. I don't know about well, that. Like, so here's the thing, right? You got to remember, it's on NBC. Yeah. But it's also being streamed on Peacock. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. However, you have to do Peacock Premium. Oh, yeah. So you have to have the subscription. So Ooh. speaking of that right there, I actually just signed up for Peacock Premium because I was told that the Super Bowl was going to be broadcast in 4K on Peacock Premium. Really? Yes. Yep. Oh. It is not. What? It is not being broadcast in 4K, period. Wow. It is NBC, going to be... NBC always does nope. 1080p HDR. Nope. And that wouldn't that upsample to 4K, though? But well, it's not true 4K. It's not true 4K, and it's not HDR. They're not. I don't know why in the heck they would decide to do this. But I'm like I'm paying money on Peacock. Yeah, now, what is I it, got like Peacock, six bucks a month. Uh, uh, for premium, it's it's uh, twelve. I want to say really 12, something like that. Yeah, I got it also for the Olympics because they have a really cool like overlay menu where you can browse by sport and by time mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I can see all the Olympics that I want. I can watch curling all day long. Right, I, right. I love curling. But combined with that was with the Super Bowl. And they're not going to broadcast it in 4K now, or Sean, even HDR. Sean's looking it up because you thought they were, they were you know, so, Yeah, so The Verge has an article about it. I'm just kind of scrubbing through it. Um, that they were going to do at least HDR? That they were going to do, do 4K 
but then at least 1080p HDR, then upscaled for broadcast. Uh, but I'm just still going through the article, so I'll get back. You guys can discuss a little more. Yeah, I'll get back all right. So it. I'm a little upset about that. But but the thing okay, is, can is I tell been, you something though? They've before been you, talking though. Before you on. go on, okay. You got Peacock. I do. Doctor Death, one of the best series I saw last year. Doctor Death. Doctor Death. It's about you have you it, have Peacock. It's yeah, I got Peacock. Okay. So it's about the it's about this doctor in Dallas that was kind of a Kevorkian. Like, no, well he he was just. Woof. When you watch it, you'll be like, wow. So, yeah, watch that one. Okay, Dr. Death. All right, I'm Peacock. All right. So, next year, Fox gets it. Fox gets the Super Bowl next year, and they've already promised that they're going to do 4K. Exactly. At the end of their article, it says that 2023 Super Bowl is on Fox could be potentially returned as 4K. Oh, cool. Um, But it just says basically that Peacock doesn't really have the distribution method for 4K. Oh, Peacock. According to this article, it seems that it's just. It's a partnership problem. They, they, rather than it's wah, like wah, wah. They, 4K was limited to partners like Xfinity, Fubo TV, YouTube TV, DirecTV Dish, and other cable and over the top services with 4K support. They oh, can they it. can downscale their stuff. You got a platform that you own, a streaming service that you own as a company that you can do anything with. Yeah, and you're gonna blame it on everybody else that you have to distribute it to. I'm kind of wondering uh, the equipment needs, not, let alone the streaming. Well, the cameras are expensive. Yeah. sure. I mean, Sean, how much does a 4K camera cost? 4K broadcast, broadcast quality. Camera. Yeah, broadcast quality. Yeah. So the, the, they'd be used. The, I think NBC uses the Sony F, the Sony F four thousands. Right. What do you guys use? We we have Grass Valley LDX six okay. World cams. Grass um, Valley. That's which big. ours are licensed up to 1080p right now. Okay. Um, they can like they are licensed for 4K. When they they can be licensed for yeah, 4K yeah. and HDR. We only purchased the 1080p license because that supports anything below 1080p, and we we shoot 1080i. We're a 1080i house, mm-hmm. so uh, we're moving to 1080 in the near future. So we're changing over, but um, I'm wow, trying to 1080i. I haven't heard that interlaced. Yeah, I haven't heard 1080i since like 2014. I had a 1080i screen. I, I just, know. I just think it's ridiculous. There, there, are, there's already companies out there that are making TVs that are 8K, and yeah. yet we can't even get a the, the probably, arguably the largest broadcaster in the world, NBC, Comcast, Universal, whatever the heck you want to call them, and they're broadcasting the Olympics. And Super Bowl, and they can't do 4K. Come on. I tell you what, though. I am excited about it. I, I will be watching for the commercials. And, uh, you know, and hopefully we'll see who's ever victorious in this one. <laughs> hopefully it's your team. Speaking of the game. Yeah. I just <laughs> it must be listening to me because <laughs> I just got a text message from GoPuff, which uh, have you heard of GoPuff? Nah. Oh, my gosh. GoPuff is. Okay. It First off, it was. Invented by a bunch of entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. that sat around going, dude, we should get some munchies. Oh, but I can't go anywhere. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they invented GoPuff. And GoPuff is a delivery service (laughs) that will deliver deliver stuff. And I just got a time that says, GoPuff, hey, you hungry? We got stuff for the big game coming up. Oh, so boy. you guys, you guys asked what those cameras cost, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're probably in the nineteen to twenty-five thousand dollar range per camera. camera. Yeah. That's wow. Not that's that's not including lenses. 
Oh, well, right? the lens, yeah. So, for example, the cameras we use, uh, Canon makes lenses called the Digi Supers, right? And they come in various sizes, 40, 75, 80, 85, 95, 100, 110, 111, a couple things. They'll be using probably the 111s or the, I think they make one that's even a little bit longer than that. But um, those lenses themselves are probably in the range of sixty to $70,000 Yeah, piece. yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, okay, that makes On sense. On top Amazing. of the tripods, yep. which are probably four dollars to $5,000 a piece, then you got to think about all of the fiber cables that are run in the facility, right? Simpty cables are approximately 2 to $3 a foot. For Simpty cables, um, I bet which you is though, probably what they're using. Because so. So, SoFi was just built. So I bet you that they have pre-run everything oh, I, when they 100%. were building it, right? Okay. I mean, 100%. you just plug in and you go. It's it's probably yeah, already it's gonna be that. The camera guy gets a cable from his camera to the panel, and then at the truck dock, they go from the panel to the truck. And that's okay. it. So, and that's going to so, be it. So it's interesting that you say that the cameras are $25,000, let us say $25,000 a piece, Plus, let's say seventy thousand dollars a piece for each lens. Then let's say five thousand dollars a piece for you know the the tripod, and we're talking about times thirty or forty, right? Yeah. Comcast NBC Universal is currently worth two hundred and twenty-eight billion dollars. <laughs> You're still mad because they're pretty not sure they 4K. can afford <laughs> to do four K broadcast. I can see why. I mean, yeah, 4K is going to look great, and I could, but I can see why they're not putting the money into it because if people aren't watching on their TVs, if they're going to be watching on the go, on their computer, on their mobile, on on the their computers, it's not going to matter. Nope, it's not going to matter. No, because you're probably going to be getting a substream that's at okay. But how many people are actually watching on their mobiles? There'd be a lot of people that have to work. Not net, not nearly as much as they're going to be on their TVs. Or people that well, don't I, have 4K look, TVs. I, I Okay, you're right. Okay, I get that. But I also recently watched a video about the electrical grid, which is completely different than what we're talking about. But what's interesting about this video is the electrical grid of the United States, one of their lowest days, lowest usage days of all year, is Super Bowl Sunday. Why? Because everybody goes to somebody else's house and they all concentrate in one area and watch the game. Here's a funny segue. So when I was growing up, and I was, I always asked my parents, how many people do you think watch the Super Bowl? Right? And yeah. My dad came up with this elaborate story about how they measure how people watch, how many all people right. watch Super Bowl. And he Let's always said, it. oh, they just have a guy that sits at the water tower and every commercial break, he just measures how much water gets used. <laughs> That's actually, you know what? There's probably some truth into that. So wow. that's what my dad always told me. I thought there was some truth to it. There may be some truth to it, but that's what I'm going to tell my kids when they grow that's up. That's interesting. So. That's interesting. All right. I like uh, that. Now, now, not to move too far away from that, but uh, speaking of television, we talked about it last week on the show, Resident Alien. Now, uh, yeah. one off. Justin, did you get a chance to watch I, an episode? I have not. Oh. Uh, Sean, did you get a chance to see any of season two? So I... I we have sci-fi on YouTube TV, and I watched the first. Uh, they were re-airing the first episode right. uh, on Sci-Fi on Demand. So uh, I watched the first episode of the new season, uh, but I've just been too busy to sit down and watch a show that I have to pay attention to. So. It's uh, it doesn't have that same grab as season one did, which Justin, I believe, it's either Hulu or maybe it 
maybe it is Peacock. I don't have Hulu anymore. I only have well Peacock uh, because yeah, Peacock's yeah, Peacock. owned by NBC sure. and Hulu is owned by NBC, right? Well, it's actually owned or by sci-fi, Comcast. Sci-fi, is, whatever. Yeah. So you might be able to do it. Rick Baker wrote on our Facebook page. He said, uh, for, this is for us uh, on, on the Tech Talkers page. He said, if you like Resident Alien, try People of Earth. It was canceled, so only two seasons, but very funny, kind of like Office Space with an alien. So I took Rick's advice. Wait, that would be basically Third Rock from the Sun then, right? There you go. So I took Rick's advice. <laughs> I sat down. I watched the first episode, and I said, oh. This is interesting. I watched the second episode. Got all the way in four episodes in, and that's when I replayed it to watch it again for the first episode. It's actually pretty funny. And okay. I you know, it it's kind of I'm kind of wondering if that's gonna be what's gonna happen to Resident Alien. Like it won't go beyond two seasons. But either way, People of Earth, uh I'm st- you can find that one. It's pretty good. I'm still mad about Jericho. Jericho, yeah. Yeah. Remember Jericho remember yeah. Jericho? Yeah, that went away, didn't it? Yeah, it was like I'm two gonna seasons. go. Even, I'm gonna trump you on that one. I'm still mad about Firefly. Well, Firefly had like seven seasons, right? Oh, they only had one, right? Oh, never. But it mind. had a following. And, but Nathan Fillion, who's in Firefly with Alan Tudyk, who's Resident Alien, they are in they together in this season's yeah. uh, Resident Alien. Kind of. Uh, no, he's he's been he's he voiced that same yeah. character in the first season. Too. In the first season, yeah. Let me ask you, uh, Sean. The famous meme of Nathan Fillion, kind of like like trying to be like, uh, uh, but uh, was that from Firefly? No, it's from Castle. Oh, okay. Castle, the other show okay. he does, um, which is kind of interesting when you think about it when it comes to famous memes. There was a meme that was put together because the movie Uncharted is coming out based on the video game. Yes, and is Nathan Fillion playing the part? No. Oh. And everybody no, said, it's- everybody said it's Tom Holland. But everybody said it should have been Nathan Fillion. What? Tom yeah. Holland is playing? Tom Holland is playing oh, the part. Oh, come on. And, and with, alongside Mark Wahlberg, which it really should have been Nathan Fillion. You can go online. You can find this video we're talking about where Nathan Fillion should have been the lead character in Uncharted. It really should have been that way. Anyway, so It really should have been. I mean, honestly, Nathan Fillion is Drake, right? Is that his name in, in, in Uncharted? Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Drake. Yeah, that's yeah. Nathan Fillion. Yeah, do a, do a search for that on YouTube, and you'd be able okay. to see. I think he would have been better. I like him in the show The Rookie, but I think he would have been great in that. So, cool. Justin, to, to kind of clarify your point, you weren't wrong thinking that that meme came from, from Firefly because it is from an episode where he is dressed as Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. On the Halloween, Castle? The Halloween episode. Oh, oh wow. I got to look for that. Okay, all right. I got to look for that. All right, we got to take a quick break. We have listener email, uh, some questions that we can help out with. So definitely, you know, you want to drop us a line, make sure you do that. Just email techguys at techtalkradio.com. We can answer your question. We'll answer it right here on the air. You know, if you have a comment, we'll read your comments as well. And we've got the first one that's going to be coming up here in just a bit. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Find us on the web, techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. So we got an email in from Anna. And I thought this was great because last week on the show... We were talking about, you know, hey, if you have questions, and we haven't really done too much of that, you know, where you, hey, drop us a line. And people to know have known, you know, like Rick Baker knew earlier, just, hey, drop us a line or a comment on our Facebook page. But email, uh, we got this email from Anna that actually says, hey, guys, listen to your show on KGVY every Saturday. Thank you, Anna. Uh, thank you for giving us great info, which I don't always understand. 
says, yeah. I, I wonder if you can help. I need a new cell phone. Anything good you would recommend? Right now I have a Motorola Android. About, I do. About six years old. I keep having to change the battery. Uh, LOL. Uh, that's nothing to laugh at. I hate that too. Uh, thanks for your help. And I figured this would be perfect. And Justin, I thought of you with this one because I know, I think I know which direction you're going to go. Should she stay with Motorola? Well, I mean, she's on Android, right. period. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to want to stick with what you know. Uh, if you're on iPhone, I would have tried to sway you to Android, obviously. Uh, but if you're already on Android, honestly, I'd say the Pixel 6. The Pixel 6 is the flagship phone of Google right now. It is the most purest, best uh, form of Android you can get. And the Pixel 6 is an amazing phone. It, I, I don't think I've actually read a bad review of the Pixel 6 yet. Now, only that they're not available. Most only that, well, <laughs> that's true because everybody wants them. Sure, I get and I the last, that. Then the last update gave them some issues. It gave them a couple minor issues, but that yeah. was fixed within 24 hours. Yeah, that was this past week if you had a problem yeah, with and, yours. And that's, that's the beauty of Android. The beauty of Android, especially if you have a Pixel, actually not especially, only if you have a Pixel, is that you are not limited to what the carrier or, or you know, the manufacturer of your phone wants to do with the update to Android because Android is owned by Google and so is the Pixel. So as soon as there's an Android update, normally, if let's say if you have a Samsung Galaxy by Verizon, the Android update first goes to Samsung. Samsung then tweaks it how they might like it, and that might take a couple extra weeks. Then they pass it down to Verizon. And Verizon's like, mm, we're going to go ahead and add a few little things here and there, tweak this, remove that. And then all of a sudden, it's been two months, and you finally get that Android update. Now, I ditched I ditched iPhone. I ditched. Now, which, what was the last uh, iPhone generation that you had? What I was had it? an iPhone 5. The 5, okay. Yeah, so I ditched the iPhone. I ditched recently Verizon to go with Google Fi. Ooh, nice. So I'm literally 100% Google. So whenever there's an update on Android, I get it the day of. I don't have to wait two months to get the update that, you know, sometimes these updates are like, oh, my God, it's a huge security breach, and hackers can get into your phone, and you need to download this update now, and it's like, well, I'm on a Samsung on Verizon. I guess I'll see you guys in two months. Yeah. You know, like I get it the day of. So, yes, Pixel 6, Google Fi, if you can, amazing. You know, a lot of people will look at, at the different models that are advertised on television. And, I mean, I remember when Motorola was top of the game for a while. Uh, oh, and yeah. Then, then, of course, well, Sam they had the very first Droid. Yeah. And then you had, yeah. you know, the, the Samsung came out and... And Samsung, you see them advertised a lot. Oh, yeah. you see not only the flip phone advertised, but you got you know the different Samsung tablets. And I, I like Samsung as a brand uh, when it comes to the, their tablets. The the big question is is like so you get this Google. A lot of people don't understand that Samsung just has a big ad budget, and Google yeah. is saying here, this is our device. This is yeah. what it could do. Yeah, but you're right. The Samsung still runs on Android. Yeah, it is an Android device, except. They put their own layer on top of it. So they wrap it in their own ecosphere, if you will. Just It's just like if you buy a Windows computer. Let, let me put it this way. You build 
a Windows computer or you buy a Windows computer from Dell right. or HP or whoever. They're going to have all the Dell apps, all the HP apps, all that other stuff that you don't need. That's what you get when you buy a Samsung phone. You get all the Samsung stuff. You don't get the Google Assistant, which is what everybody wants to use on Android. Instead, you get Samsung Bixby, Bixby. which nobody uses Bixby. Stop trying to make Bixby a thing, Samsung. Sean, what kind of phone do you have? Uh, iPhone 13 Pro. Okay, yeah. never mind, Sean. Uh, anyway, going back to Android. <laughs> so, I, okay. So here's something that I think we could ask, you know, answer for Anna as well. All right, if she has got a Motorola that's about six years old, it's time to upgrade. All right, what is going to be the learning curve for her to go from that Android to the Google Pixel device? That's the exact same thing that Misa had to go through. Right. Uh, she went from a Samsung Galaxy S9, uh, which was about five years old, four, four, four years old, let's say, uh, to the Pixel. Honestly, two weeks at the most. And she was already back to normal with everything. When I say two weeks, I don't mean two weeks of, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to use this thing. It was more about two weeks of how do I do this cool little trick that I've always done before? Okay, here's how to do it. You know, and so you're just learning the little tricks about Android, the pure Android experience versus what Motorola might give you or uh, what, what what Samsung might give you. Is it a sturdy device? Oh, it's absolutely sturdy. I mean, I, I don't know, uh, Anna, if you ever watch our streams, uh, the videos, but I have a Pixel 6 Pro and I do have a case on it. There's the, uh, the little pop socket on the back. But the phone itself, I love about the camera on the back. It's a raised camera, so that way, and it has a a bev a uh, what's it called a bezel, a bezel, yeah, a bezel around the edge. So if I put my phone down, it's never going to actually hit the camera. It's going to hit the bezel, so that way I don't scratch the cameras. Other phones don't necessarily have that, especially. But I think the newest Samsung they went flat, right? Yeah, the newest Samsung their, is flat, and and that's bad because you put your phone down on a table, it's going to scratch the camera lens. You know, so little insights like that. But yes, the phone itself is sturdy. I have the Pro, which was, I think, a, uh, seven $800. Then my wife has the Pixel 6, not the Pro, but the Pixel 6. And that was like $400. Now, for those that are, you know, in the Apple sphere that are using, you know, an iPhone, uh, like me and, me and Sean, uh, I have found that it seems like Windows 11, even Windows 10, has more integration with the Android platform that you're seeing yes. is seeing more abilities to be able to kind of tie those together. Microsoft hates Apple. Apple hates Microsoft. Why would they work together? Kind of wonder if that's going to push more people to say, well, I want it because it's going to integrate with my, you know, my Windows machine if I'm running that. You, you tell that to people and suddenly they're like, whoa, wow. You know, it's, well, I mean, you can still do things like if you use an Android phone, Actually, I think you can even do this on iPhone. If you use Google Messages, which is their SMS service, right. you know, their text messaging service. I think, Sean, Andy, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Google Messages available on the Apple? Yeah, you can run I, it as an app, right? Yeah, yeah. run it as an app, right? So you can do that kind of thing, but integrate it with your computer by going to, on your browser, on your computer, going to messages.google.com, and you can have your text messages right there on your screen. So... In a way, it does integrate. And then you things like like things like Outlook, 
your your Google Calendar automatically integrates with Outlook. Yeah. So if you have Outlook on your PC, you get all of your calendar invites. So I'm not quite sure what else you really need to integrate between the two. Your photos, the camera is it's amazing. Google Photos, uh, amazing. Well, and it's amazing on the the Pixel. I saw a great story this week about a guy. Oh, so he had his truck stolen, right? He didn't have it. So somebody stole. This is it. a great story. Oh yeah, this is great. He got okay. his truck stolen. Wait, and is this was, a country song? No, <laughs> that's okay. when the truck leaves on its own when it's in the oh, ton of his truck. That's right. No, so this his truck gets stolen. And these three yahoos that steal his truck, they're they're out for joyride, having fun, right? So what do they do? They find in his glove compartment, they find an Android device. I don't know what if it was a, a Galaxy or whatever, and it wasn't locked, and they took it, and they started taking pictures. Oh, yeah, smart thing to do. That device was tied to Google Photos. Mm-hmm. That device gave all of their faces to Not law enforcement. Not only that, but their geolocation. Yeah. It was all given up to law enforcement, and they made their arrest. But uh, nice. the funny story with them trying to take selfies with the guy's camera in the, his stolen truck. Well, there's a lot of those stories that went around. People with their MacBooks get stolen, and the people use it, and they, they've caught them, like, you know, w- trying to watch something. The built-in camera records them. Because it's been stolen, yeah. All right, uh, we had another question. Let's see. I think we have time to get, to mm-hmm. get into this one. Uh, this one is from Mike. Uh, Mike Lawson, he said, in this day and age where it seems everyone is streaming live video games, what setup would you recommend for a startup setup? Computer, hmm, capture card, camera, mic no. versus headset. Um, how say you? Uh, Hopefully a package under $1,000. <laughs> oh, first off, that's not going to happen. All right. So let's 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 quickly just build. Uh, I would, rec- for one, recommend putting a budget into PC Part Picker and Using yeah. that to budget Good idea. out, right? Yeah, yeah. PC Part Picker is the best place to go uh, to, for compatibility. Uh, like if you're picking a processor, it'll give you compatible motherboards, compatible RAM, all that stuff, right? PC Part Picker for that. A thousand bucks, you're pushing it. Now, yeah. for a start setup, for a starting setup, do game streaming. It's doable for under a thousand dollars. I'm sorry. You think? I, I have to say, devil's advocate here. There's no way you're gonna do this under a thousand dollars, dude. Uh, uh, I'm I sorry. Think it's, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I will try to put together a sub one thousand dollar PC on part picker that will do a decent 720p stream. Okay, wait. Do, but he's talking yeah. about wanting to stream as well. Yeah, stream yeah. 720p. Yeah, stream him playing games. So you have to require. Yeah. Well, okay. Forget the camera. It's gonna require the fastest best processor on the market because you look at any type of streamer out there they have a dedicated streaming pc that is separate from their gaming pc they just send the gaming pc's output like a monitor would into their streaming pc and that is what you see as a viewer on like twitch or facebook but you're trying to put all in one I have all-in-one. I tried to stream one time. <laughs> it did not go well <laughs> with a one PC. My CPU was like, please kill me. <laughs> I, don't know. I, think it's, I think it's doable for a 30 frames per second, 720p stream. I think a $1,000 PC is doable. Right. And you could use okay. OBS with that, so you're not investing in that, yeah, sure. yep. that software OBS, to, you just to be able to do that. Decent webcam, decent, uh, uh, you know, headphone, microphone. I'll tell you something. This uh, When I was at Costco the other day, they had a Dell. The Dell was $1,600. Oh, 
It had the same processor that they I just... They had Adele for $1,600? Yes. I thought she was worth a lot more Not than that. Not the singer, you boob. Oh, sorry. No. So, so they had they had this Dell for sixteen hundred dollars. All right, it had the Intel i seven eleven seven hundred processor I just got. Yeah, it had a one terabyte SSD. Didn't have an M two like I've got in mine. But this is fancy what, pants. This is this is what got me. It had an RTX thirty sixty, right? And mm-hmm. I thought, just that alone makes oh, yeah. it makes oh, it easily. so yeah because I. I couldn't afford. I could not get one for my computer. Nope. I had to go with a 1080. It's funny that you say that because there's a lot of people out there that are actually doing that. They can't get graphics cards. They can't get the new 3000 series, 3060, 3070, 3080, 3090 Ti, blah blah blah. What they do, they just go and buy a pre-made PC and rip out the graphics card. Yeah, I thought about that. But uh, spending 1600 just to get the graphics card, I'd probably be about in the same boat. You could re sell it for basically the same good point <laughs> i actually have a co-worker that just hit me up and i hope that he listens to this show because i told him about this show and so teddy i'm looking at you bud but he actually just hit me up and said i want to build a pc for less than 1500 but i don't want it to be a gaming pc but i don't want to build it myself i want to buy one and i was like uh okay first off if you buy one you're gonna get a graphics card yeah, good point. It's just going to come with it. And it's funny because we've, do, we, we've always said it, the opposite. Build it. It's cheaper. Yeah, it, but he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to build it. He wants to buy it. But I told him, buy it, turn around, and sell that graphics card for basically the price of the PC. Mm-hmm. Because you could do that. Yep. A lot of it's people great. are doing it. All right, we got to take another quick break. Speaking of that, new new graphics card in the market and new something new when it comes to what you're doing on your Chromebooks. Which is pretty cool stuff. We'll we'll talk about that when we come back, and some other stuff that you guys have as well with oh, Tech Talk thank Radio. You. <laughs> with Tech Talk Radio, hang out. Now back to Tech Talk Radio. Mike, 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 Mike. Are you listening, Mike? Mike. This is for Mike Lawson, who sent us a note wanting to to get a system. PCPartPicker.com. All right, I'm going to I'm I'm going to put this together, but there are a couple entry level gaming builds that are already on PC Part Picker that are already the parts are already put together budgeted for everything. less for less than $1000. You're kidding me. Ooh. Really? I didn't I think you'd be able to do it. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to go through and I'm I'm going to tweak a couple things, right? But I still think for a now this now this isn't going to cl- include a monitor, right? There's a okay. couple things that you're going to have to oh, sacrifice. Yeah, keyboard, you're you're going to you're going to spend more than $1000 total, but if you want a PC that is less than $1000, we can do that, right? But you're going to have to you, there's a couple things you're going to have to spend a little bit more money on, right? Well, but OS do it over time. Off. Right. So, I'll put that together. We'll put, we'll get that link up on the website and we'll share it at our next show, but I I think we I'm can interested. do it. You I'm say under $1000. All right. Well, for no, no, he's saying under $1000 for the PC itself. Yeah, yeah. That is not including Windows OS, that's not including the monitor, that's not including the mouse, that's not including the keyboard, the yep. camera, the headset, the microphone. All those other things, the capture card you're going to need for, you know, streaming, that's going to be more. When you think about I st- it. I still think with with my expertise in doing this at work, getting budget PCs put together for for doing Zoom and stuff, Okay, I think I'm going to be able to still do it. I'll, I will say I will, for the PC, the headset, a, a cheap monitor, a, a good light, a, a webcam, I'm going to say it's going to be less than 1200 bucks. Now, if, if he does have an older PC 
if he's got a PC that's running Windows 10, you can move that license. How? I didn't know you could do that. You contact Microsoft and tell them you're upgrading the hardware. Right? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah so you can, if you, you can already do that has now. a PC with Windows 10, now it's going to be the same version of Windows 10. So if you have Windows 10 Home or Windows 10 Premium well, or whatever, it's going to be that same version. Hold right? on. So if the PC that he has currently was a Windows 7 PC that got upgraded to Windows 10 for free, that does not count. No, it doesn't. Incorrect. Really? You what? can reach out to Microsoft and they will issue you a Windows 10 license based on your Windows 7 Windows key. Really? Of course. Why when I built it? my most recent PC, I went through this, right? Because I, I, have, I bought Windows 7. I've never bought Windows 10. I did the accessibility upgrade, which was free. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I moved to a new computer while I was having problems getting Windows reinstalled because it once you move from 7 to 10, you get a product key, but that product key isn't the Windows license key. It's the product key for your hardware identifier Got it. for Microsoft. But you have to call Microsoft and say, look, I'm moving to a new PC. I'm changing all my hardware. I would like to move my license. And they'll, you know, I still had my Windows 7 key. Yep. And I just told them, here's the key. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's the key you're going to use. So now my Windows 7 key is now my, if I move to a new machine, hmm. I can oh. just take that well, Windows go. 7 key and use it to install Windows huh. 10 Home. You know, I, I remember a few years ago, I had to contact Microsoft, and it was regarding a, an issue we were having with the key. They were, like, super helpful. I mean, they yeah. were really, really great. Yeah. yeah it, it took, I mean, I think I was on the phone. I mean, Ten I minutes. think I held longer than it took them for me to fix the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, very yeah, nice. That's awesome. All right. So we'll give us that info. We'll put it at blog.techtalkradio.com. So okay. if, you go to, if you go to our website, you'll see the blog button in the top right-hand corner. Uh, and Or you just go to blog.techtalkradio.com. You'll be able to see it there. And we'll get that info. So, Sean, you got to put that together. That's his assignment. Yeah, I'm going right. to put it together, and I'm going to see the best. What I think will – now, this isn't going to be – you're not going to be streaming 4K – you're not going to be streaming 1080p. <laughs> no. You're going to be streaming 720p at 30 frames per second. It's not going to look amazing. Right. But it's going to be something somebody could watch at the other end and know what's going on. Now, okay, so on the flip side of this, Chromebooks. I mean, if you've used a Chromebook, you know, they're good for email and maybe school kids are using them now. Somebody has come up with the idea to put out gaming Chromebooks running mm. Steam. And apparently this this is going to be happening. They'll have uh, RGB key support, so you can light up your Chrome keyboard, your Chromebook keyboard. Oh, why? <sighs> That's what I was thinking, you know. And you can have some fun running games on your Chromebooks. Now I don't know what games are going to be able to run. Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oregon like... Trail. <laughs> Number Munchers. <laughs> Solitaire, <laughs> yeah. So with those Minesweeper. Cards. Do you remember when you had a really bad old computer and you played Solitaire, and when the the end when the cards would fly out, they would go in real slow motion. That's yep. when you knew your computer was pretty darn slow. Yep. Yeah, that was a good sign there. That was kind of a, your, that was kind of your original CPU stress test. Yeah, it was. Wasn't Beat it? a game of Solitaire, <laughs> and the faster it goes, the better your PC. That's a really uh, good point there, Sean. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to tell you about a uh, new graphics card, NVIDIA, putting out the RTX 3050, hmm. which uh, they say will have a speed of uh, 1,777 megahertz, 8 gigabytes of GDR6 RAM, 
It'll be the company's cheapest GPU with ray tracing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're saying that they're going to be selling it for, once it hits stores, 250 bucks. And it's sold out. Once it comes out, I'm pretty sure it'll go pretty quickly. Yeah. So, uh, scalpers. Something to keep an eye on. on. You might want to check. You know, I checked uh, the local store, SWS, today, and they have a 3060 in stock for just under 500 bucks. Oh, wow. And I thought that's that's actually a pretty good deal. I've got some news, guys. All right. So, I think I told you that I had pre ordered the Steam Deck. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's from Valve Software. Yeah, speaking of Steam Deck, so that's the new handheld that's coming out. It's kind of like a Nintendo Switch, but it's like a Nintendo Switch times five, right? It, you can, it's much more powerful, and you can play all of your Steam library, and it supports supposedly supports uh, cloud saves. So when you're on your Steam Deck and you play a game, you stop it, you go to your PC, start that same game, you pick up right where you left off. Um, kind of like the Switch when you bring it home and put it on the dock. However, I was recently just kind of having a little bit of an inner conversation with myself, and I said, you know what? I really got a lot of video games. Now that I can play my Xbox remotely on my tablet, my Samsung tablet. How do you do that? uh, The Xbox (laughs) app now supports remote play, and I bring an Xbox controller with me, and I can just hook my Xbox controller via Bluetooth to my tablet and play my games. I had no idea you could do that. That's cool. Yep. So I really have no need for the Steam Deck anymore. Even though I pre-ordered it, I've got a $5 you know, pre-order uh, order on there. Yeah. And on February 22nd, they're going to release the Steam Deck. Finally, and yeah. I'm going to get my first shot at getting one. Before anybody else gets one, I have my shot. Now, I could do one of two things. I could either get it and then just resell it for twice as much. <laughs> You're terrible. Like a, like a, like a terrible Scourge. person would do. Which, I, which I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to do B and say, Sean, do you want my Steam Deck pre-order? No. Okay, never mind. I'm going to give it up. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> why? Why? Why don't you want it, Sean? I just I I have a Switch and I, I don't play games on the go. Like I don't. I just don't have a need. I don't have a need. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's kind of where I, I'm at. I, think, I don't I have think, a need. I, I, like, but it's cool technology, it's bro. Purpose, right. Well, it's like if I'm going somewhere or if I'm traveling, it's for a purpose, right? right? To get away and from this stuff. <laughs> to get away from technology, right? To go camping, to see to see my family, see Caitlin's family, see, you know. And the times that I'm there, I find that if I brought my Switch, it's either nobody's interested in playing with me or we're doing mm-hmm. enough stuff that I'm involved and then I'm it's there's no yeah. point in me playing. <clears throat> What's the separating size? my time to play games? What's the size of the screen on the Steam Deck? And so it's seven inches. I believe it's seven inches uh, di- diagonal as as they measure uh, uh, screens. It also does have HDMI output. Now I don't think they have a dock. I don't think they do. Like I think they have a stand for right. it, but not like a dock like the Switch does. So yes, you will be able to hook it up to any. HDMI compatible source like your TV or your computer mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I'm assuming then you can have a Bluetooth gaming controller, which I'm sure Valve will release their own new version of the Steam controller. And that'll be Bluetooth. So you can do that. But 
Yeah, natively, it's not like the Switch where you can dock it and then take off the controllers and, and then play with the controllers. You can't do that. It's all in one unit. It's all connected together. But you're basically going to be able to play more games on that than you would be with the Nintendo Switch, right? The, the library dwarfs the Nintendo Switch. I mean, you're talking about Steam. This is the largest video game library in the world. Now, with that being said, not every single game is supported. And this is going to be an ongoing battle for Steam is to get these games supported by the Steam Deck. Right now, they've got about 250 different games that are supported, and they're still working on it. They're going to keep working on it. They're going to, their goal, they stated, is that they want every single game in the Steam library to be supported by the Steam Deck. All right, what, what is the cost of this going to be? There's three tiers. There's the low tier, the medium tier, and the high tier, right? So and I got the high tier. The, starting at the high tier, it's $649, $649. Mm. 512 gig NVMe SSD, premium anti-glare edge glass, Exclusive carrying case, Steam profile bundle, and a keyboard theme, or whatever that means. Virtual sure. keyboard theme. Yeah. Then there's the middle tier, which is 529, which has a 256 gig NVMe. Half. Yep. Uh, and it, so it has faster storage than the old, but there's really nothing else besides the lowest tier. Which and it doesn't have the edge glass. Yeah, it doesn't have the edge, the premium anti-glare edge glass. The lowest tier, 399. 64 gigs of internal eMMC storage and a carrying case. So it's a slower storage. You get a carrying case. It's about the price, a little bit more expensive than the, than the uh, Switch, but also it does support SD card. So you can put up to a terabyte SD card in it, which is going to be games even on there, right? Yeah, but what yeah. Th that's going to be even slower than the slowest internal storage. Yeah. I'm going to give it up, but here's my point. I had money saved up for that. So, so what are you going to buy now? So what did I buy now? <laughs> what did you buy? Well, I'm glad you guys asked. Tell us what you bought. I bought a Red Cat Racing Shredder XTE electric truck 1.16 scale LiPo. It's an RC car. I know oh, you're okay. looking at me like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's an RC truck, but it's a 1.6 scale. So this thing is massive. I mean, this is huge, right? Compared to a normal uh, normal electric truck. Is this something you um, can ride in or Eric? No, I'm going <laughs> to drive it with a remote control. It's not that big. Here, this is what I bought. Although I bought an picture, RC car. That picture is pretty awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, I bought a, so yeah, I bought an RC car. But this thing is a lipo truck. It's one six scale. It's, it's massive. It's very well built. If you're into RC cars, I'm sure you under already know the Red Cat Racing Shredder is one of the best new coming models on the market. But on top of that, I had to buy four two-cell LiPo batteries, uh, lithium polymer batteries. Right. Because it runs on two batteries. So I had to buy an extra set so that way I get you know double the time because yeah. you get about 20 minutes off of a, a single charge. So I bought that, plus the charger, plus a fireproof bag to put the LiPo batteries in oh, when they're charging. Oh, yeah. That all came to about $600. That's one cool truck. Looking at this listing, it's really funny. So the age range, right? <laughs> what is the age range? 168 months to 1,200 months. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Why, why is it in months? That is awesome. I don't know, but it's funny. It's hilarious. So right. ba basically, if you know what you're talking about, we're talking about the Amazon link where it talks about the description, and it, it normally age range is like four to eight years old or right. eight to 12 years old. This one says 168 months to 1,200 months. <laughs> That's awesome. Which one of you has the Oculus headset? I do. You do. Okay, so after the game tomorrow, the Foo Fighters 
partnered with Made a Quest. I want to see that. They're doing a concert available in 180-degree virtual reality using the Oculus headset. Uh, but now, if you don't have an Oculus headset, you'll be able to go onto Facebook Live and watch it in 2D. But I can't imagine, Justin, you've got to tell us about that experience. If you get a chance to watch it next week on the show, what it's like to look around at a live concert, because I think that's going to be one of the norms. Yes, I think that's going to be a very much of a norm, and I really wish I could do that, but it's already sold out. Oh, you had to buy tickets for it? No, you don't. You have to reserve a seat for free, but it's already sold out. Oh, man. All right. That's well, wild. We'll have to read up more about that. By the way, I just want to let you know, speaking of what Sean said, 168 months is 14 years old. <laughs> 1,200 months is 100. So this truck that I bought is age range 14 to 100. Now, if you say I'm out of that age grade, I'm going to come over there and pop you in the eyeball. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. You've got a great website of the week. We'll share that with you coming up. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. This is our last segment, but I want to get a quick RC tip in there for anybody who's listening who plays with RCs or is expected to get an RC. LiPo batteries. They are commonly used in RC, RC crafts and cars and planes. You don't want to leave them plugged in when you're not using the device, the car, the plane, whatever, because it will drain the battery below its safe charging value, and it is is nearly impossible to save them. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Now, are they expensive? Don't leave them plugged in. Are these LiPo batteries yeah. expensive? Yes. On average, about 70 bucks a battery. That's expensive, yeah. Website of the week. We talked about this last week. The website of the week was Wordle. And that's taken the internet by storm. It's taken everybody by storm. We had a lot of everybody, fun with that one. Yeah, we, have, we had a lot of fun with it. New York Times actually bought the rights to Wordle, and they're probably going to monetize it, which means it's going to die out. Um, but there's a new one that I personally like, and this is actually Wordle-based, but it's based on countries. Ooh. So what they do is they show you a silhouette of a country, and you have six guesses to guess what the country is. And when you guess it, if you guess wrong, what it does is it tells you how far away and in what direction the correct answer is. Oh, now that's kind of cool. I like so, that. So, for instance, at the time of this recording, we sat there and found this one, what looked like an <laughs> island. Initially, I guessed Indonesia. It said, nope, it's about 2,500 kilometers to the north. I'm like, okay, uh, Russia? No, that's 4,000 kilometers to the south. China, Japan, Vietnam, no, no, no. Myanmar, no. The correct answer was Hong Kong. Wait That's a second. A country. Hold on. That's <laughs> technically China. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fun game. It's cool. So right, where's the website? It? It's World L E. So W O R L D L E. Now here's the hard part. Dot T E U T E U F. Oh my god. Dot F R. We're going to put it on the website. Yeah, it's yeah. like worldle.tutuf.france. <laughs> Great. Yeah, weird. All right. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, that's it for this week. Look for our website. Again, the blog post. You can check out the uh, final tally on what it would be to build a system uh, that Sean has been able to put together. And, of course, we'll put the link up there for the world dull thing. World yeah, I can't even pronounce it. In the meantime, have yourselves a great weekend. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Shonda Weird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Find us on the internet, techtalkradio.com. Have yourselves a great week.